What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, a quick note about ads from us, your hosts. We are picky about our advertisers and all of our partners or brands or products that we either use ourselves or that we think our audience would benefit from knowing about. Working with advertisers is what allows us to make this show and they keep working with us because you, our listeners, use the unique links and codes they provide. It's one of the most meaningful ways to support what we do. So thanks for that. We're really, really grateful. If you're ever looking for a specific code, head to a thing or two hq.com slash sponsors and you'll find them all. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything really, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And join our Geneva. There's so much happening in there all the time. It's a very lovely, supportive, delightful community. Because we are coming to the end of holiday shopping season. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to share a piece of intel that a listener hit us up with over email, Leslie. She emailed and was like, I was perusing the kids gifting section and I had a genius question mark idea that I think more people need to know about. I'm a busy working mom, two kids ages six and three and love to shop for my kids, but can also spiral into the depths of the internet searching for the perfect gift for hours on end. Imagine a cookie swap, but instead of cookies, get some friends slash moms together and everyone brings multiple of their fave 20 to $25 holiday kid gift, gender neutral and applicable to a range of ages. Voila, you walk away with half your holiday kid gifting done. Going to try to find a small group to pilot with this year. Definitely bringing the soap dough, a thing I never knew I needed until now. Thank you. I like this idea of a pilot. I like the idea of piloting it. Also just a kind of a life approach. Like Mm. I'm going to pilot this idea. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to committing to it as an annual thing. I also just think it's not exclusive to the holidays because birthday parties are constant and stressful. And the idea of shopping for them every time is just, it's not tenable. So I just feel like this is something I would do in the spring when it's, you know, there's not so much going on. Hey, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Would you ever do, this feels like more of a me idea than a you idea, certainly. Mm -hmm. But would you ever do like for 20, in 2024, I'm giving every kid whose birthday party, all of Cam's kid friends X gift. I mean, that's basically what I do just until it runs out. When I find something, I buy 10 yeah, of them yeah, yeah, yeah. and I keep yeah. and I have an emergency gift drawer. And yes, yeah. everybody gets that thing. And then sometimes like I still have that thing when that kid's birthday comes around again. And I'm like, shoot, I can't give him give that them, thing. Yeah. I just okay. gave it to them. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I do. I mean, 
Plus, like if I know a kid really well and know that they love something, I mean, my of you know course. one friend's kid is obsessed with birds and I was already planning on giving, I'd gotten everybody like this great book that I love. And I was like, well, I also now got to go out and get him a bird thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What are the things that have been the like recurring mm-hmm. go-tos? Thank you so much for asking. They all also fit inside the gift drawer. That's important. <laughs> oh my gosh, a core consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Bastion Contraire stencil kit, it has gotten rave reviews. It is a tray sophisticated stencil art kit. It has amorphous shapes that you can yeah. turn into all sorts of things. So it's really self-directed. It's got, you know, a circle and a blob and a thing that's kind of a hat and a thing that's kind of a triangle. And you can use the stencils to create all sorts of shapes. And it has some suggestions and you can go wild. And it is very front, you know, kids of all ages. A sort of step up from this in sophistication factor and very good for storage because it's like the size of a magazine are these Majo Ideas art kits. It was started by two moms. They are these sort of sticker-based art packs and they are based on or inspired by actual artists. So you learn a little bit of art history and then do these art projects based on them. I love them. And they're just also chic. Um, they're very chic. chic. They're very chic. And yeah. very yeah. like sophisticated design and also work for adults, to be honest. And then my other favorite, doesn't fit quite as well inside the gift drawer, depending on which pack you buy. Pop tubes are these plastic sort of accordion style tubes that Babies love and eight-year-olds love. You can, they're and so adults, Claire, adaptable. And adults. Yeah, true. Yeah, so adaptable. I saw someone do a beer pong with one once, you know, very mm, that's adaptable. That's right. Super I brought, adaptable. I brought a set to your house. That's right. <laughs> and at 11 p.m. at the end of the night, <laughs> the keg was calling, apparently. You can get them anywhere. Walmart, where at Target, whatever. And they are so much fun. I cannot believe how busy they keep kids. Something that I re- recall you giving for a moment was a spirograph, which also just mm. feels like one of those things you can like, it's at Target. They're it's very Target. fun. My yeah, mom like nostalgic. My mom still has hers and we broke it out in Los Angeles. And they used to use like push pins, like very sharp push pins to do you remember this? Because I think when oh, we yeah. were kids, it was still the case too. Now they have different systems, but you would like put the little circle thing down yeah. with a push pin. And I couldn't believe how recklessly we all lived. <laughs> In previous decades, they've evolved them since then. Yeah, real eye poker outers this yeah. came with. Yeah, yeah. Um, really incredible. The other thing that I think I should buy like a set of because I enjoyed playing with it with Cam mm. so much was the Yellow Owl Workshop DIY mm-hmm. pin and flare kit. They're yes. shrinky dinks. They, they're, yeah. they're shrinky dinks, but like chic and fun and yes. a non-messy but like weirdly exciting thing because you put them in the oven and they get small. They're you very know. fun. Last gifting, mm-hmm. gifting bit of the season, basically. We have a very exciting guest. Oh my gosh. If you are a listener of the podcast, mm-hmm. Allison Roman needs no introduction because she's the woman who is behind a bunch of the recipes that you cook all the damn time. She's mm-hmm. the author of the New York Times bestselling cookbook, Sweet Enough, Nothing Fancy, and Dining In. She delivers regular doses of food content via a newsletter, which is, you won't believe it, a newsletter, and Home Movies, which is her YouTube channel. And now you can get all manner of guidance from her in her call-in podcast solicited advice, which is very fun. She's I, great at naming. She's she's great at naming. I like that you even read all these things. It really seems like such a redundant service to describe these things that she does. Is people know people know these our, people our podcast know. listeners know and love our podcast listeners know and love. Yeah, let's bring Allison on. Hi, um, Allison. Hi. Oh what a delight it is to have you. Oh my gosh. It you know we've had some listener. My pleasure. Re- 
It, we've had some listener requests for your attendance over the years. A lot of recently. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That is so nice. People yeah. have got to know what I've got they, to say about something. They do. <laughs> got they do. to know. They've got to know. They want your advice. They want your guidance. And yeah, they want all of it. They want your newsletter, like all of it, all of it. I have, it. I have all those things. Don't worry. In the intro, Erica pointed out that your podcast makes you an agony aunt. And we had to know, are you familiar with this term? I'm not. We just learned it like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. 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 Well, because my prediction was it's happening, but I don't know if it is, if no one else knows about it. But I just kept, it means an advice columnist. It's like an old, did we decide it was British maybe term? I think it's a Britishism. Yeah. 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 Well, you're officially an It is old. It's not like a made-up term now. No, it's no, not no, like no, 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 an, okay. It's not like Riz or something that we're all Thank supposed you. to have learned mm-hmm. in the last month yeah. because to prove that we're young. No, it's not one yeah. of those. Thank yeah. God. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I give up. Just give me like old English words. And no, that's what this we're is. We're good. This okay. Is. So our yeah. podcast is an advice podcast. It is. It's a it life is an advice, advice podcast. podcast. I um, felt like I was like dispelling so much advice already, but getting bored of just cooking or like just doing yeah. it on Instagram. And I was like, I need a microphone. Somebody pass me the mic. Just, <laughs> let's just do this. I feel real. like people wanted more, more of a you. comment than a question. Yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to wrap that part up and now we're going to go straight to questions. What are the questions that you were getting over and over again that you're like, I can't answer this via Instagram stories anymore. I need to have this like in a vault somewhere that everybody can access. In terms of like cooking stuff, a lot of it is like, how do I get my chicken to be brown or something? Uh-huh, and I'm like, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. well, I need some more details. And I think that was the other thing about the podcast is that it wasn't like I wanted a forum to just answer questions. I wanted a forum where I could talk to the person. Yes, yes, yes. And more often than not, the questions for that particular podcast are more like of the lifestyle and like relationship yes. Yes. vibe. But that said, there's too much, there needs to be too much back and forth in order to like properly give an answer. You yes. know, like I'm like, okay, well, if it's a chicken, I'm like, this week we talk about a chicken. Somebody calls about a chicken. And I'm like, well, what are you normally doing? What are you afraid of happening? What isn't happening? What do you want to happen? What kind of stove oven situation? What are you putting it in? Like, I got a lot of questions for your question. So that I would say is like top of the charts always and forever. And beyond that, it's a lot of like very specific questions. Like I found some butter in my fridge. Can I still use it? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. How brave do you feel? Yeah. Do you have an illness that might make you more sensitive to something if it weren't to go well? Like I, these are things that I need to know. Of course. I was listening to you and Tinks this morning talk about phone use and asking Mm. the questions of like, but what is the motive? What is your motivation for picking up your phone all the time? Because that becomes, those are the questions. It's not just like, why are you using your phone too much? Why do you feel like you're using your phone too much? Why do you feel bad about it? Like all of it. Yeah. And it's never the phone, you know, I'm like, what's the the void? What are we filling? Like, could we be doing something else? And obviously like a lot of people just absolutely horrible at taking my own advice, like still very much on my phone forever and always all the time. And I'm trying to remember things that I told other people to do, but I do take my own advice in terms of like, yes, instead of Instagram, I am looking on like Zillow. I am looking on yes. first dibs. I'm, I'm. You know what you got to do? Window the real shopping. real is good scrolling. Oh, I scroll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... I heart. I make piles. I've got yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, you got to stop, not buy, but I do feel like, God, this is so healthy and nourishing for me because I'm not looking at social media. I'm looking at the real, real. I know. You're like, it's almost like I'm reading a book. Exactly. It's basically the same. It's a nonfiction same. book, even. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there's like always annual conversation this time of year that it can be very hard for people because of all kinds of feelings that come up around family and relationships and just things that like get put in the spotlight during the holidays. And I think that For whatever reason, 2023, there's just been like more of that in my sphere than Mm. ever of just people like navigating tough relationships and navigating like the passing of time and aging and all of these things that like comes with these demarcations that are the holidays. And there's something like there's the like really wonderful thing that's happening is that I feel like the people that I love who are dealing with this stuff are like talking about it and going mm-hmm. to therapy and like doing the things, doing the things yes. for themselves, um, yes. which which feels like absolute, like incredible progress that we are making as a culture. I'm just so into it. Agreed. Agreed. Listen, no matter how your family does the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a very good time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash a thing or two today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash a thing or two. Betterhelp.com slash a thing or two today to get 10% off your first month. 
I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly struggling with my mental health and wondering if other people were too. That's why I created RealPod. Hi, I'm Victoria Garrick-Brown and every Wednesday I host the types of conversations that most of us only have in therapy. RealPod brings you the heart-to-heart moments we all need to be having and will leave you feeling comforted no matter where you're at in life. So leave the filters at the door because it's time to get real. Tune into RealPod wherever you get your podcasts. Do you participate in the real, real cycle? Like, do you sell? Oh, big time. Big time. I only a little do. Claire, big time. I'm like kind of struggling lately. I mean, I literally have a pile over in this corner of my apartment that is for the real, real. Lindsay from the real, real. They text so much. When did I get permission to be in a text She's like, I'm thinking of you. She's like, I'm thinking of you. (laughs) And I was like, hey, girl. I'm like, is this Mm -hmm. someone I should know? I'm like, no, actually, we don't know each other. Correct. But I'm like, oh, they're going to give me like $8. Yeah, they are. But but otherwise, it's just sitting in your house. The part of being... I know. I at least I have the money okay. that way. Like I'm like, okay, yes. if I spend a hundred dollars on a on a shirt, I, theoretically I have a hundred dollars. But no. if I give it to the not world, how money like, works. Eight dollars. I have eight dollars. I'm no finance expert, but that is not how money works. And I, I really believe if if anybody from the real real is listening, just fast forward a little bit. I really believe <laughs> that in order to enjoy this cyclical process, you have to not actually care about how much money you're making. Because I do have friends who get all bent out of shape about it. And they're like, why didn't I get this percentage on that? There's no logic to it. It just is out of your house. If you have the time, and I don't think you do, to do Poshmark, I have had success on Poshmark. You don't. It can be fun. It can, but it's time consuming. You you did motivate me to do Poshmark for a few things. And it did feel worth it to do it for like two or three things where I was like, I feel like the Poshmark audience, this Mm -hmm. will speak to, this will speak to. What is the Poshmark audience versus the real, real audience? Very brand driven. Yeah. yeah. It's like the buzzy Instagram brands people like on Poshmark. And the thing about Poshmark is people want to haggle with you. They're going to bring the price down. It's a whole thing. I don't know. I I like the ease of the real real. I like it when Ashley or whoever comes over to my house and we make small talk and then she leaves with a giant bag of my clothes. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll do it. It looks like somebody's coming over to my apartment. Yeah. To help me. It's going to be great. That's rid right. myself of these things that I'm simply never going to wear. Sorry. I really No, no, no. You railed the convo. It's perfect. I wanted to know if there are any agony ants that you look up to that you're modeling yourself off of for this show. It was honestly Delilah. It's like my mm. icon, my favorite person yes, in the world. Of yes. Course. Yes. Can you so it's really more of a Delilah. Yes. But like I am not that nice and I'm not that sweet and I'm not that earnest. But I do Well, neither is 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Delilah is still Delilah is still Delilah in 2023. That's true. Yes, she is. So. That's true. I encountered something about Delilah recently. Do you know who Nora McInerney is? She has a podcast called Terrible Thanks for Asking that is about great name it's incredible Mm -hmm. and she's just really good at talking about hard things but she basically was under the false impression that delilah was her local radio host for years (laughs) Um, same i'm like wow delilah lives in new york now that's so wild it's she came here when i came here like so Mm -hmm. strange Mm -hmm. didn't realize it was a syndicated program until now and that's the magic of delilah she feels so personal and close yeah 
She does. And I, I just really enjoyed the like simplicity of people, like their questions and the way she spoke to them. And it kind of makes you realize, which is like also the impetus for why I wanted to do it because I felt like I realized this too, just like on Instagram, which is not a very good platform for this, but like people just want to talk and they just want to like be heard. And even sometimes asking a question helps you yourself realize the answer, which sounds a lot more wise than it is, but it's like, Mm -hmm. just like kind of an obvious thing when you're like, even if it's like, where did I put the, oh, I put that in the thing in the, it's in my pocket or whatever. Or you're like, why am I going to this party? Right. Yes. And you're like, oh, like. Sometimes you have to ask the question in order to like even begin to process the answer and having somebody else there to like start that with you, I think is really, really helpful. Whether it's like, why am I soaking my beans? Like you don't have to, or how will I solve this weird like societal issue that like didn't exist five years ago? We get a lot of questions where it's like etiquette and sort Mm -hmm. of how to handle this particular situation that two, five, 10 years ago wouldn't have been an issue, but because of technology or social climate or political climate, it's just things are different. And so people are constantly asking questions. It's not like with etiquette or sort of anything interpersonal, like you don't like learn the lesson when at a certain age and just like live your life with that answer. Like, right, right, right. There's a million questions forever. That's right. The world changes, you change all of it. All Mm -hmm. of it. Fascinating. Allison, can you please tell us about your thingies? Yes. So in no particular order, right? Yes. We do. Yes. We love no particular order. That's the best one. Mm-hmm. Okay. The most basic one that I, I would say it's seasonal, but it's not. I'm like mm-hmm. a 365 user, but nice candles that are not scented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is a pillar candle that I've been burning, obviously. So it's a little shorter. It's not like on an mm-hmm. old candlestick, but I have become like very into like high quality beeswax candles. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I love, I love, I love everything about them. And as sort of like a part two of that, like also just like very elaborate, like candle holders. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, This one you can actually buy. This is a Sophie Lou Jacobson sterling silver one. But I do a lot of like Etsy shopping and like constantly searching like candelabra, candlestick, Mm -hmm. like wrought iron candle something. Like I am very into it. I have way too many in eyesight right here. I'm like, I've got like five different types of candle holders. And I always used to only do white candlesticks or like yeah. beeswax colored. And now I've gotten into like a wine color, like a little. Yeah, a red wine. Up, a red really wine. Where are you sourcing your candles? These particular ones are from a company called Green Tree. They're mm-hmm. based in the Catskills where I have the house. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's like. Wherever your local beeswax candle makers. Yeah, they don't yeah. have to be like local to where you are. But I was reading something about like nefarious beeswax usage. <laughs> it's like can't trust the beeswax. Like they're harvesting beeswax illegally. And I was like, wow, I, was like, I can't, I can't get into there into that. What is the difference between a high quality beeswax candle and a low quality beeswax candle? I don't actually know the answer to that, but I think and what I've been led to believe is that high quality beeswax candles are made from all beeswax versus like a low quality, which is like a blend. And does it burn slower, like drip less? Are we getting some user benefits? I've been told that lighting beeswax candles are like good for the air. Mm. Like it cleans the air. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like a purification process. What are you doing about drip? Well, these candles don't really drip. Oh. And when they do, like this candle burnt. I'm not showing you this one. Yeah. Yeah. This candle burnt. It was really tall and there's no drippage. Okay. 
just kind of evaporates. My candles drip when they are unevenly placed in something or they're on a table that's like a little wonky, then they'll Mm -hmm. like obviously pour. Yeah. But the nice thing about nice beeswax is that it just peels right up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's a user benefit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which like shitty wax will like get on your table and you'll like have to scrape it up. You're scraping it. Uh Yeah. Okay. Nice beeswax will kind of like almost like you can like peel it up almost Mm -hmm. once it hardens. Are Um, you ever having any I left the house and did I leave that candle burning anxiety? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Over Thanksgiving, (laughs) I lit lit a plant on fire. It was like. Yeah. Yeah. I insisted on making like one of the like an arrangement out of dead leaves. Mm -hmm. Right by the fire. Highly flammable. Yeah. Yeah. Had a little candle burning for (laughs) ambiance and all of a sudden we're eating dinner. and I was like something is on full fire and it was fine. But. Yeah, it's a lesson on fire. You have to be vigilant. Yeah, we light a candle at dinner every night, and my husband turns off the heat or the air conditioning because the the blowing of the flame, he just doesn't like the experience. I totally agree. What else you got? I'm trying to revamp my like serving ware mm. in my kitchen. So I've been doing a lot of like trying to find like interesting serve platters, and I found this one. It's like a big giant leaf and I really love to use it for salads. And it makes me feel like when I put out a salad on like a very beautiful, like big shaped leaf plate or bowl, it draws attention to it. And I think entices people, even if they're not salad inclined. I like this. I like, you know, you changed my life in teaching me how to dress salads the right way. Oh, wow. By not making them soggy. My, my salads were always so soggy before you taught me too way too wet. Yeah, exactly. Too wet. Share the right way. You should tell it. Yeah. How do you? Oh, I mean, I I don't make the regrets. Yeah. 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 That's sort of like my secret. Yeah. I feel like if if and when, let's Mm -hmm. be honest, when the balance of vinaigrette is off, Mm -hmm. like most people are making a vinaigrette to be like, oh, I want to drink this. Yeah. Yeah. You want to drink it, then it's probably not acidic enough to be on a salad. You know, because by the time it gets to the leaf, you're going to be like, oh, it needs more acid. So you add more vinaigrette. But what you're just doing is adding more water, more yes. liquid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. so everything is so drowned by the time you're like, oh, this is tangy enough for me or this is well seasoned enough for me. So mm. I always start with salt and acid and season my greens or my celery, my fennel or my whatever mm-hmm. I'm making a salad from and taste it and say like, OK, this is like a really nice, acidic, you know, apple celery, piece of lettuce, whatever. And then I add olive oil from there. It's really made a huge difference for me. I also never think anything is acidic enough. And so this has really, this has helped me. And if you're doing, if you want like shallot or mustard, like you can always whisk in shallot or mustard into your vinegar and use that. Like you don't have to forego that part of your vinaigrette. You know what I mean? People are always like, what about a mustard vinegar? I'm like, what about it? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get the leaf serving platter? I got it on matches. Mm. Do you know what the brand is? Is it? I can. Yeah. Is it look Bordello it Pinheiro? Yes. Yeah. It is. They make a great. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I have one of their fish platters. And art- okay. oh, I have artichoke plates by them, mm. which are. Oh, I see. I want that too. I yeah. kind of want to just like clean slate it and get all my shit from them. What else is making you excited these days? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. 
So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you so much to Nutrafol for sponsoring today's episode. I received a text from a friend the other day that I had to laugh at because she just said, should I get Nutrafol? It's happening. Well, first of all, obviously this person, you guys, we wouldn't be talking about this brand for, I don't know, three years, years. if we didn't actually love it and know that it worked. I'm not just going to say think it worked. We know that it worked. Both take it. Yes, you should get it. And yes, of course it's happening. It's happening to everyone. We're all getting older, going through stress or postpartum or whatever. In this, in this case, it was a friend going through postpartum. So the answer you got, you all can send me the texts if you need to send me the DMs, but the answer is yes, we do actually believe in this product. But people feel like they need product. insider information. You know what I mean? Here's the insider information. We're really into it. It works. Uh, we know save it's your, happening. Yes, your it's thumbs. happening. And yes, it works. Save your thumbs. Yes, save I your will thumbs. continue to say so. Say that. Um, yeah. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles. And no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. Go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair. Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism through whole body health. Nutrafol is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of thinning hair. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code THINGER2. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code THINGER2. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code a thing or two. I am so basic, but the Laneige lip mask it's great. is really it's so good. good. It's but I don't so really good. use it as a lip mask. I just kind of use it as lip balm. Same. Like I'll just I put it on radically. That's how I feel about anything meant to be a mask. Deep conditioning Same. mask for your hair. For I'm just like, no, we're just keeping this on. We're not rinsing. We're not like doing a thing. 
No, or it's, we're going to put it on and then rent it off. That's yeah. what I, you know what I mean? Like, like right then, right then. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. either, yes, yeah, that's true. That's my approach to do it or it's or coming like, off. Well, I'm going to do it. There's one hair mask that I love. It's by, I don't ever know how to say this name, this brand. Daviness. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how right. I say it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's their vegetarian Ooh. hair mask or whatever. It's, it's like labeled specifically or it's like vegan. Or <laughs> like what animal products are in? <laughs> Normal beeswax. I think sometimes beeswax. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that hair mask changed my life. Also. Interesting. Wait. I'm big into it. Maybe this can just be masks. Yeah. Masks. One category. Yeah. 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 Do you have dry Um, hair? Yes. You do. I never would have. So dry. No. Really. really? Oh my god. Well, I'm growing it out right now. You, as you can tell, like well, the shitty lighting, but. I used to bleach the hell out of my hair and oh, it was okay. just like dry, dry, dry. Yeah. Now, like my hair feels and looks so healthy because I haven't touched it with bleach in six months. So, so it's like and it's kind of wrong. naturally curly. It's looking you've got like yeah, some just, wave was, going there. Yeah, this is my natural. I'm also growing it out in color and in length. So I'm okay. like sort of not really sure what's going on. You I'm, like I'm the in blue crush wave. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. surfer girl look. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm like the, about ready to chop my hair off again. Like to be like either of your length. No, you just. But it was a lot. I know. You just told us time. you're growing it out. Come here. <laughs> the problem with growing out your hair. I mean, I understand because I go through this too. So much easier to be like, quote, like chic or fashionable, I think, with shorter hair. I agree completely. And As a person who's always had short hair, I don't feel this way. See, I want what your hair looks like. Okay, you can look, have look at us. Look at us. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can <laughs> totally. <laughs> Is there anything else go- that you're excited about that we should know about? Oh, well, I'm using a lot of chopped fermented chilies right now and like mostly like a Calabrian chili. Um, But I've also done chilies that like I had from the summer that I like salted and chopped and like let's sit on my counter for a week. Uh, My friend Danny just made me a really insane hot sauce. I'm like finding my like needing both acidity and spiciness in all my food all the time. Yeah. And it's a different type of heat than like hot sauce or uh-huh. chili oil or chili flake. Like the fermented chopped chili is like something totally different. I think the most basic one that most people can find in the store is Calabrian chili, which is very delicious. My, I had like a, I salivated in response to the idea of it. It sounds so good. <laughs> what are you putting good. it on? I've been making a lot of like her usual beans and chickpeas, mm-hmm. but I'm doing yeah. like chickpeas. Like I did one with like a big lamb shoulder, like chickpeas, like low and slow in the oven for like 10 hours, 12 hours. And when they come out, they're like really plump and delicious and oniony and mm, that's like a incredible. fat layer of olive oil on top. And then you swirl in like the Calabrian chili paste, which kind of like perks them up. But they're really nice at the end of a cooking process, especially if the cooking process is like a big stew or a braise or something that's very kind of heavy and and the flavors are like very well harmonized because uh-huh. adding something at the very, very end kind of like peps everything up and is like a different category of flavor. It's not melded necessarily. Like when you take a spoonful, you still get a spoonful that doesn't have that flavor. You know what right. I mean? It doesn't like yeah. permeate the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I recently made a Yotam Odolenghi, like Kachsui Pepe chickpea recipe that mm-hmm. at the end there was like some combination. I use Calabrian, Calabrian chilies because I don't buy other chilies because I feel like this is just like – it's like the way my parents yeah. like buy the jarred garlic that they just like scoop on everything. <laughs> yeah. This is my answer for that. But it was like combining that with some red wine vinegar and like spooning it over the top and it was excellent. That sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah. That sounds what, wonderful. What are you going to have for dinner tonight, either. Allison? <laughs> what am I going to have for dinner yeah. tonight? I am ordering Szechuan food. 
That sounds great. What's your because order? I've been What's your session every order? day for the last five weeks? My session order is I get the smoked tofu celery salad. That's very good. Yum. I get wontons or dumplings and chili oil, depending on where I'm ordering from. There's uh-huh. a place that has better wontons and there's a place that has better dumplings. So yep. depending, mm-hmm. I like the dry pot style chicken, fish, or lamb. My husband prefers the chicken. I prefer the fish. Sometimes we meet in the middle and yeah. I get like a different fried fish, something yeah. like triple fried fish or something with chilies. Yeah. I always get a green, like a pea shoot or yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I haven't ordered it in so long. What else am I getting? There's one place that cucumbers are great. One place cucumbers are not very right. good. So the place with the cucumbers that aren't great, I would get, I don't know, actually, probably like another vegetable. They have like a really good sauteed cabbage with like- mm-hmm. I love the sauteed cabbage. Just one like pepper dried peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like my favorite food to order. So good. Have you been introduced to the concept of chicken anxiety in cooking? No. Tell me more. It's a TikTok. I don't know if it's just a TikTok. To me, it's a universal concept and maybe there's a lot of TikToks about it. But basically the idea that people get so much anxiety about cooking chicken because they're like, the raw chicken touched the spatula, but now can I put the spatula back in the pan? And like also the chickens in the sauce and the raw chicken touched the sauce. Is the sauce okay? And also now if I cut open the piece of chicken, it has the brown sauce on it. So I can't even see if it's cooked anymore. Somebody made a TikTok about this and the comments are just legion and everybody's like, and this is why I don't eat chicken anymore because I just like can't rather than deal with the chicken anxiety, which felt like a metaphor for so many things in life that we're all just like, I just, it, it's too complicated and I can't, so I won't. That's how I feel about TikTok, honestly. So I <laughs> yeah. get it. Yeah. TikTok like, anxiety you know, and chicken anxiety are the same. They're the same. They're the same. Yeah. 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 One and the same. Yeah. Too yeah. far gone. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah. That's silly to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but again, that's why I'm not on TikTok. I can't hand, I like can't, I'm like, it, it gives you too much access to people that you would otherwise never meet. And I think there's a reason that we like really thrive when we're like with our people and like, meet people organically and naturally and like the way that we are in the world and like how people conduct themselves mm-hmm. when they're at a coffee shop or this on the other. And we're like, yes, we are like people living in a society. And then like, when you get online and you get on TikTok, it's like, you're seeing everybody behave the way that they do when they're alone. And that's so, not something that we should I agree think. with that completely. And when I am scrolling TikTok and I am getting exposed to that kind of a thing where it's like a story about some stranger's life or just their opinion or whatever, I'm like, I got to get out of here. But I love fandom and I, the fandom content on TikTok is unmatched and delightful. So like, I think maybe that could be your entry into it is, you know, really trading it to, to feed you the fan content that you want, whatever that may be. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll come around one day. (laughs) I think I felt that way for a while. And then I realized that there was good Harry Styles content on it. And then I was like, oh, I love it here. Um, (laughs) You're like, oh, I'm actually really into TikTok. (laughs) But I Which do. Which turns I really, out means she just really likes Harry Styles. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, just, same. Is there anything you get anxiety about cooking? Mm. I mean, I have really bad anxiety anyway. <laughs> about, sorry, I just like just baseline anxiety. <laughs> yeah, because the worst time to eat what I thought was a tiny piece of caramel was like a massive candy, <laughs> and it's not going to sound good on the podcast. I'm sorry in advance. It's it's, it's all very um, real. Wow, I'm so sorry. That's how comfortable I am. I was like, I'm just going to pop this caramel. <laughs> So I'm a pretty anxious person generally. Mm-hmm. I, um, there's not much that doesn't make me anxious, but with cooking, I don't feel it acutely. And it's not something that I could like pinpoint or say like this explicitly makes me anxious or gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think always like cooking for people that I don't, I'm just getting to know or like new friends. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit of pressure because yeah. like I have a reputation and I'm very scared that I will disappoint them. Or that I won't live up to the expectation. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's like, that sounds deeply stressful. Yeah. You're like being perceived. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, oh, you've like heard that I'm amazing at something. Mm -hmm. Like I make a living off of this thing that if I don't deliver, you're going to be like, I can't believe they do this for a living. Wasn't (laughs) really that good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Actually, yes. I think my food's pretty good, even yeah. in real yeah. life. So especially in real life. Especially no, I think that's your life. whole thing is that your food's actually yeah, really good. It is my it is my yeah. thing. It is, yeah. That's my thing is that I'm good at the job. <laughs> you don't get anxious cooking rice. Like doesn't everybody? Um you increasingly less though, because I yeah. kind of assume that it's not gonna go well. Mm. Okay. That's a good approach. That's a and then when it does, I take a picture and I send it to my friend Lauren. And I go, <laughs> Oh my god, I made rice. Rice, I feel like, can also, like, the more you stress out about it, the more it's going to stress you out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if And the rice knows you're getting stressed out. Yeah. Like, look too. at anyone yeah. who's cooking really great rice. They're, like, barely paying attention. Because, like, I, oh, yeah, you just cook the rice, you know? But, like, somebody who's going to, like, obsess and, like, weigh out to the gram and set a timer and, like, do all this stuff. It's, like, I mean, I set a timer, but... I don't know. I think like relaxing made me a better rice cooker. I dated a professional ultimate frisbee player in college and he did get stressed about anything because he was a professional ultimate frisbee player and he cooked rice like pasta. Yeah, wow. Like oh, yeah, he was I, just I'll do that if I'm making yeah. like a rice salad. It also depends on the rice grain, if it's like jasmine, blah blah. blah. But like I've if I'm making like a Persian style like crispy rice, I can yeah. I'll sometimes cook rice like pasta as well. I was so scandalized by it. It was like you do what? This is not, but yeah, yeah you it's know, not it's, for it's not like going to give you the pot of rice that you want to eat with something. Yeah. But for certain applications, I get it. Yeah. I read about some creative writing class where the teacher at the beginning of the semester asked the students to each go around the table and explain how their family cooked rice. And the variety of all the answers wow. just like was meant to demonstrate and did that like we all come from totally different places. And the thing that we assume is normal is not normal for everyone. And right. so that is what you're all bringing yeah. to this room. Hmm. Which I love. Well, that's why that's why being a professional cook on it on the internet is so fun. Because yeah. when you do something, no, I'm joking. Because no. when you, <laughs> because when you do something, someone's like, "That's not how you do it." I'm like, "That's how I do it." Like, yeah, there's a million ways to do something. Cooking really illustrates that to me more than anything. But yeah, I always say that it's like because we all cook wear, and eat as a like, yeah. But you're, also wearing, yeah. you're wearing a shirt. No one's gonna be like, "You're wearing that wrong," or like, "That's not the shirt you wear." Right. Well, this is the shirt that I'm wearing. Right. This is my shirt. Totally. Yeah. Kind of like, well, this is my whatever. Yeah. That's why I'm people are like, is, is it okay if I, you know, and right. I'm always like, if you think it tastes good, you should do it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's going to be my taste. And it's it doesn't like mean sex that in that way. It, but it, that doesn't mean, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sex and wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. Thing, cooking rice. Old Can we talk cake. for a second about right you now? being um, a grocery store entrepreneur? How's that yeah. going? It's going great. And you love it? And I love it. Yeah. And it is pretty basic. Like it's like a small grocery store. I have some nice things, but it's mostly like pretty regular stuff. It's in the old table on 10 or it's a separate? Yeah, it's in the old table on 10 space. It's in the basement where the dining room used to be for the pizza restaurant. And yeah, it's been so wonderful. It's like the community seems to be really grateful that it's there. As the person who's been going up to that area for a long time, Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no place to buy X, Y, or Z. Or like you have to drive an extra 15, 20 minutes to go to the price chopper. And so it's just like, it's a convenience store. It is like, something that you go to when you need something. You can get like your milk, your eggs, you can get your olives, anchovies, it's a, bodega. a bag of pasta. Yeah. But like what's a bodega? What's a convenience store? What's a general store? What's a corner store? What's a grocery store? Yeah. It can be whatever you want like, it to be. <laughs> yeah. I feel sensitive to like the proliferation of like shoppy shop culture mm-hmm. where it's like a tiny brick and mortar filled with like D to C brands that you are being flooded with on Instagram where every label looks like it was drawn for a nine-year-old. Yeah. But like, this is not that. This, yeah. These are like, this is like pretty practical. It's like a lot of legacy brands. It's a lot of like, to me, what is the best of something? 
And that's not always like the newest or the buzziest of something. Yes. It's not all condiments. No, it's almost actually <laughs> very few condiments. Interesting. Because See, that's me, an innovation. Like, that's an innovation. Yeah. Or yeah. helping that I yeah. want you to cook with. Yeah. Like this yeah. is like you're going to cook dinner. You can buy all the ingredients you need for this lentil soup. You can buy all the ingredients you need to make this. Da, da, da. Like I'm not trying to be like, here's like a zippy condiment that like goes on your eggs. Right. Like, I, I don't thing. know. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Me. I'd rather like teach you how to make a condiment or something. Yeah. Again, that's just my opinion. It's like what I believe in is like people finding their voice in the kitchen with like raw ingredients and like taking A to B rather than just being presented with something that's like yeah. fully formed. And like somebody's like telling you that you have to like buy into the brand and the voice and the label and the thing. It's like a lot, a lot, a lot. Whatever happened to just like jar of olives yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of magic yeah. can happen with a jar of olives. We don't need like 42 things done to it and like package in this way to like innovate on something that's like kind of perfect already. And I don't know, I'm a little grumpy about it just because like when I opened it, somebody had written some article like without asking me a question and was like, oh, like I'm sure it'll be like all those other shoppy shops. And I'm like, what about me and the work that I do makes you think that it's going to be a shoppy shop? Like I'm not a D2C person. I don't do spawn con. I don't do like branded stuff with every new sauce company on the market. That's just not my vibe. And I like really, really believe in cooking with good and accessible and affordable ingredients. And I think that that's like, to me, I'm able to, to like have this physical manifestation of that in the store, kind of like being in the inside of my brain or like, it's literally like mm. what my pantry looks like. Like everything in the store is something that I already own, that I want to own, that I think you should own. Some of the things are like, there's like high chews and like, yeah, cool, like weird gummies from Sweden. And like, you know, there's some like delightful stuff in there that isn't like necessary for dinner. won't help you eat a meal, but. Mm-hmm. Well, d- dessert is part of dinner. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. brand of weird Swedish gummies? I like the Kohl's, the Kohl's fart. Is that what they're called? Are the, yeah. Those are the ones that you like, right? Oh, the, are they in the, like the brown, the brown fishy packaging? They look like Margiela designed. <laughs> yeah. They're, well, they're like a white bag and yes. it's like they come in like, the black. like sour yeah. current. Yeah. Yes. And it's yes. like a fish yeah. 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 They're awesome. But they're old. It's like an yeah. old brand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're beautiful. And they're, yeah. they're not like, no, they're not yeah. like a new whatever. Yeah. But, it's not like yeah. a new Sweden. It's like old. Yeah. And I, I, there's a lot of stuff out there that's like that, like really beautiful things from Germany and Sweden and Italy and Korea and like other places that you can find these little pockets of online wholesalers that own these like sort of weird importing companies. I work with this great company called Yunhai that does Taiwanese mm-hmm. imports and they're yes. awesome. Yeah. They're a bit newer, but the stuff that they're selling is very old. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's just like finding those types of people and products is what's been really exciting for me. Love this. Greatest pitch I can imagine. Way better than a shoppy shop. It's a real shop. It's a real shop. <laughs> <laughs> Not a shoppy shop. shop. It's a real shop. Um, Allison, this was delightful. Everybody's going to just subscribe to a newsletter who hasn't already. And they're going to listen yeah. to this. No, everybody's already subscribed. They haven't already. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like, yeah. And they're going to buy a few of your cookbooks for their family members that don't have them yet. It's I don't know who those gift. people are yet, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's three to choose from. So I'm, I'm working on a fourth that'll be out in 52 years. There'll be a yeah. fifth one day. Yeah. If I'm lucky, you know, <laughs> I so, so yeah. it, they might just be far and fewer between, but I'm yeah. going to hopefully keep making books for forever because they're so fun. Good. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. 
If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two hq.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.